on today, we'd like to take this opportunity to, to just um, say Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all of the moms out there, to every grandma, to every auntie, to the sisters that have held it down for years. Thank you for not giving up. Thank you for not walking away. I want to give a shout out also to our single moms, the ones that had to do this, that had to walk the road alone. So many times we have a lot of uh, negative comments for single mothers, but let me tell you, I wanna give a shout out to everyone that didn't abort the baby, that didn't throw the baby away. I thank the Lord for you because you had to be mother and father and still hold down a job. We thank you for doing that on this morning. Again, much respect to that teenage girl who had to struggle, and maybe you're struggling even now, with the thought of having an abortion, of eliminating that baby. And it, it's not just something that's inside of you. It is a human being, and we do not kill babies. Amen? Amen. So thank you. Thank you for allowing the baby to live. Thank you for letting, letting the Lord speak to you and let you know that this is not something that you should do. And then on the flip side of that, let me speak the word peace to the minds of every woman that has made that decision and gone through that process. I want you to know that we love you and we pray for you too. And we pray that the Lord will completely restore you and give you a give you a peace in your heart and joy in your spirit on today. To those of you who have lost mother figures and mothers, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my mom. My mom was a holy, sanctified woman of God. And today, I want to just honor her today. There may be a mother figure in your life that Maybe she didn't birth you into the world, but she was the one who poured into your life substance and stability and holy living. I'm not, I'm talking about a real mother, not the one uh, who gives you everything that you need, but the one that you want, but the one who made sacrifices and who, who gave you what you needed versus everything that you wanted. Because the truth be told, sometimes we want things and then when we get them, we don't know how to get rid of it. We don't know, we don't want the thing that we begged God for or begged our parents for. So I want you to take a moment and, and just start uh, naming on the screen, type on the screen, that special someone, that mother that held it down, that single mom that held it down. Go ahead and let the world know that I'm not ashamed of my mother. I'm not ashamed of being raised in a, a church that told me, no, I couldn't do this, that I had to live a certain way. Put her name on the screen. She has been a blessing to you. And on today, we honor our mothers on today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for our moms. So let us go to the scriptures. Let us go to the scriptures. The book of Colossians, chapter 1, verses 9 through 14 says, For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you 
and to desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom. Hallelujah. And all wisdom and spiritual understanding that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful. Say that with me. You're going to put that word up there saying we must be fruitful. Mm -hmm. Being fruitful in every good work, not in being a nuisance, not in being a busybody, but being fruitful in every good work and increasing, hear that word, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. Verse 11 says, strengthened and with all might, according to his glorious power, not according to our own power, but according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering and joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints of the light. I thank God I'm partakers of the inheritance of the saints of the light. And get this, it says, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son in whom we have redemption through his blood, even forgiveness of sins. Amen to the reading of the scripture of the word of God. I want to talk to you this morning about change. My topic for this morning is growing with change. Growing with change. Change comes to us in one of two ways. It can be a permanent change or it can be temporary. It may be a welcome change like a visit from an old friend or the birth of a grandchild, or it can come to us in the form of, un, of an unexpected nuisance or disruption in our lives. Change can bring happiness and it can also bring stress. Either way, change has a way of interrupting the status quo and the business as usual kind of thinking. Typically, we find uh, we feel better about change when we are giving the opportunity to plan for it. Even if it's bad news, if we somehow have uh, the opportunity or a warning that lets us know that it's coming, then we can figure out a way to deal with it. Why? Because when we have or when we think we have control and we think we have time to prepare our minds to accept the change or to accept what we cannot change, then we do better what with the disruption or that thing that we have not welcomed into our lives. But what do you do? when the thing when things change so fast that you don't know what to do or how to respond or how to react when you can't stage 
a response. Hallelujah. When you can't, when you can't stage a reaction, we're living in a world that we love to stage everything. We stage engagements and we stage how we're going to react to one another when they come. Well, I already know you're going to call me because we staged it before we got on the phone. But what do you do when life happens and you're and you don't have the opportunity to change or to get ready or to stage something? When things happen so suddenly that we find ourselves saying to God, what do we do with this? How, God, am I going to handle this? And before you can get an answer from God, before you can find a place to handle or to place that last disappointment, here comes something else. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Something else happens that says you're not in control. You don't have the time to stage what's going on. So you have to, uh, you find yourself uh, in stress mode. We're living in a day, saints. We're living in a day, children, when things are happening and change is happening so fast that we find ourselves dealing with the change in shock mode. I'll let that set in for a moment. Shock occurs when someone or when a person endures a sudden offense or a sudden act of violence. It can be physical or it can be emotional. Many of us are in mental and or spiritual and dare I say, some of us are even in financial shock. You can go ahead and put an amen right there. In 2020, 2020 is proving to be a poster child for involuntary change. Nobody asked for it, but here it is. You can't, you, you, you can be as deep as you wanna be. You can say, oh, Mother Madeline, I, I, you know, God talks to me all in my sleep. I, he, he, I sit down with Jesus. I eat Jesus cookies every day. You, you can be as deep as you want to be, but you didn't see all of this coming if you would tell the truth. Come on, tell the truth about it. I know you prophesied the cars. I, I know you told everybody they were going to get the stimulus check. I, I don't know how you knew that. I don't know how you knew that 2020 was going to bring uh, money to everybody. I, did, I, I don't know how you knew that 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 yeah, we're going to get married. I don't know how you knew that they were going to get houses and they were going to get fame. And I don't know how you knew all of that. And yet you did not see that your brother and your cousin and your auntie and your pastor was going to die of COVID-19. So if we would tell the truth, you didn't see all that not 2020 had in store for us. Maybe you were one of the, you're one of the the overall skeptical prophets. Everything you say is negative. Everything you say is whoa, whoa, whoa. But God didn't show you that either because if he would have showed you, you would have told us the date, the time. You would have told us all that had to, that was getting ready to happen. So the truth of the matter is we are here and most for the most part, we were caught off guard. As for me, 
This was my week. I had planned it. I had planned my own, my personal isolation. I had planned to be on, right now, I was planning to be on the Mau, on the island of Maui, Hawaii this week, soaking up the sun and relaxing on the beach. I had planned, I had it all planned out, a sort of self-isolation of another kind. Gonna isolate, was planning to get away with my husband and a few of my friends. Isolation, listen to me. Isolation always sounds better when it's your choice to do it. But when you have to do it or you or the 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 consequences are risk of life. Now that's a horse of a different color. Come on, say amen. Nobody wants to be forced to change especially here in America. Let me talk to my own folk for a moment. Excuse my boldness, but if anybody knows Mother Madeline, you know one thing about me, and that's, that is that I'm a straight shooter. I don't have time to fluff you up and to make you feel good and to lift you up when you're messing around and doing all the things you shouldn't be doing. I'm going to be the one to say, hey, stop the madness, get on board, Find God. There's joy in God. There's peace in God. You don't have to live crooked in order to serve God. I'm the one that's going to tell you that. So here I am telling, telling you this. Many of us, hear me, many of us were bent out of shape to have our own way. We were bent on having our own way to the point that even if God had put it on a billboard, on the street corner of your street, many of spelling out, spelling out the symptoms and the impact that this virus would have on us. Some of us would have still missed God. We would rather watch TV than to spend quality time with God. Oh, I don't hear nobody. Yeah, that's right, because we, we on virtual TV, but I can hear your spirit. We would rather read 25 posts straight than to read the word of God. Oh my God, I'm messing around now. We would rather listen to false prophets and teachers than to hear sound teaching. We'd rather do so many things than to get in the word of God. Some of you can't wait. I'm getting ready to get, get messy right now. Some of you can't wait to get back into the house of God. Not because you miss God, not because you miss the oil of the Holy Spirit, not because you miss the fellowship of the saints, not because you miss the worship, not because you miss the word of God. You miss church because you miss the show. You miss church because you miss the parade. Oh, I can't show you my red bottom shoes. I can't accidentally turn the bottom of my shoe up and show you how red it is when you can't even afford to live on your own. I'm confused. I own my own house so I can own a pair of red shoes. It's people that I, I, I don't get it when you don't own you don't own your own car. You walking on the, you going to the bus stop and you have a $1,500 pair of red bottom shoes. Now, now, now I'm confused right there. But maybe this COVID-19 thing is gonna teach us to prioritize a little bit better. Don't hit the scroll button now. Go ahead and hit the like buttons. Go ahead and, and give me some love because you know that I'm telling you the truth, even though it hurts. I love you 
And when God loves us, and because he loves us, he's going to tell us the truth. Now is a good time to hit the share button. I can't, uh, we can't name it. Oh, I'm messy now. We can't name it and claim it anymore. Not unless you are willing to live it and give it everything you've got. I'll say it again. Saints and ain'ts, you cannot name it and claim it anymore. Not unless you are willing to live this thing and give it everything you've got. Now, I know you're going to make mistakes. All of us make mistakes, but we're not looking to make mistakes on purpose and then try and live off a of sloppy grace. Uh, I, I, I know you're living under grace. I know you're living under mercy, but my God, my Jesus paid a, cry, a price so that you can have the things that you have. We don't want to miss God doing our own thing. Can I get an amen right there? This is not, let's make a deal. Mm -hmm. Let me pause for there. This is not, let's make a deal where we guess our way through the, to the next level. This is not a game show. We are living in the midst of a pandemic and we have to handle a set of circumstances that we absolutely cannot ignore. So here we are. We didn't choose this change. This change chose us. Mm -hmm. What will history say about us? What will history say about the 2020 church that was ex existing and living in the day when COVID-19 showed up at our doorstep? What will the history book say about the believers who lived through the COVID-19 pandemic? I'm not talking about those who died. We already know they already have met God. They already have met their maker. I'm not trying to place fault. I'm not even trying to point out your wrongdoings. I think that we've had enough time now in the last several weeks that we can ponder and we can think about the things that we've done that were wrong. And we can uh, think about our failure. So the question, but the question that I'm asking you this morning is what are you going to do with your tomorrow? Hmm. Will history record the biggest turnaround in all Christendom? Will history record a change of course and a return back to God? When God changes us, when God pours himself into us, he pours us, he pours himself, he pours out what was in the old vessel. He pours one, he pours himself into uh, a new vessel. He, he pours us out so he can pour himself in. We cannot go back, saints, to our old selves. We cannot go back to the business as usual. I know you want things to go back the way that it was, but the way that it was doesn't exist anymore. You've got to accept it 
and you've got to grow with the change. Say that. I've got to grow with the change. You've got to move from the temporary shock to the to the permanent change and transformation. The Moabite Ruth realized this when she faced the loss of her husband. She said to herself, I can't go back from whence I came. I cannot go back to the way that I used to be. I can't go back to idol worship. I can't go back to sloppy living. I can't go back. You can't go back to fornication. You can't go back to chasing money. You can't go back to auction style offerings. You can't go back to taking advantage of people for, for your personal gains. I've got to grow. We've got to grow from this experience. Hallelujah. We can't go back. We, the devil wants us to think that everything that we've had is all that there is. He wants you to think that what you've lost is the only thing that you'll ever have. But I want you to know that the devil is a liar. He's still a liar. Somebody say that he's still a liar. Don't believe the devil's hype. If you conform to the word of God, if you change, if you transform your life to the likeness of the word of God, there is hope for you. Hope is not God, is not gone. God wants to empty you out from the old vessel into the new thing that he has prepared for you. During this emptying out process, God is increasing himself inside of you, but you've got to be emptied. You need a deep cleansing. That's what we need, church. That's what we need, saints. That's what we need, backslider. We need a deep cleansing so we don't keep running back to our own vomit, so that we don't keep running back to the thing that trips us up, so that we can't, so that we don't feel like we can half step and still put that before God and say, God, that's all I'm going to give you. We're not going to be able to take a quick dip or a sprinkle. We're not going to, we need a soaking today. We need a soaking and a saturating. We need the empowering impartation, the impartation that only God can give. I know they told you to run out and go get Clorox. And that'll be all right if you're getting ready to clean your car, if you're getting ready to mop your floor. I know they told you that Lysol would, would kill 99% of the germs, but the old saints used to sing a song, uh, 90, I'm striving, I'm striving, I'm pressing to make 100, why? Because 99 and a half won't do, let me calm myself down, I, I, I done got happy. David said, and, I, and I'm finishing, David said, create in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew the right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit away from me. Restore, somebody say that. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Lord, I used to be happy. I used to be proud that I was saved. I used to wear my salvation as a badge of honor. I didn't put it in my back pocket and go out with my friends and party all night. 
but restore to me. David said, restore to me the joy of my salvation and uphold me, God, with your free spirit. That's what we want. That's what we want. We want the change. We want, the, we want to grow with this change. Today, today is the day for us to change and to transform. We can't go back the way we came. We can't go back from whence we came, as the old saints used to say. We've got to firmly plant ourselves in the word of God. We've got to embrace the things that he has for us. He's waiting for us. This is our opportunity. Everything has changed. Nothing remains the same. Now God has our attention. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for the newness that only you can bring. We, God, pray for completeness in you. Father, I just don't pray for salvation, but God, I pray that you would fill someone with the indwelling of the Holy Ghost, even now as they're hearing my voice. Father, give them the ability to seek you for a deeper relationship with you. Father, we pray for wholeness in you. We pray for the overshadowing power of the Holy Ghost to take control of our lives right now. I'm giving you trash for treasure. We're giving you problems for the joy of the Lord. Father, we're giving you the, the fact that we have suffered loss, knowing that you are going to fill us up again. Bless us now, those that have, bless the mothers everywhere, bless the fathers everywhere of this, even those that are coming up in this generation. Give us to do the things that you have called us to do. In Jesus' name, I pray. And we thank you for it right now. 